Hey there, you're listening to the Guys With No Answers podcast. This is a podcast about nothing. Stay to the end. We'll be answering some questions that we got on Instagram. This next episode is brought to you by Rudy's Barbecue. We smoke meat so that you don't have to. All right, well, welcome to the Guys With No Answer podcast. And uh, we're here again with week number two. And uh, no editing allowed in these podcasts, so... Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. Oh. I hope you liked the last episode. But honestly, if you didn't, I don't really care, because... Yeah. Because right. you're not even listening. Yeah, you're not listening. Is anybody listening? This isn't happening. This isn't happening. You know what's, you know what's funny is, is that everybody, like... If this is a new thing, right? Podcasts, vlogs, YouTube channels, um, Instagram TV stuff, like... Everybody wants their message to be heard. Mm-hmm. And here we are, wasting your time, that are, if you're listening, with no message at all. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into our current event segments, um, which just happened right now. <laughs> Drake's new jet cost him free 99 Okay? Nice. Look up, look up the details on TMZ. <laughs> all right. Honey Boo Boo begs her mom to go to rehab. <laughs> Sorry, rehab's not a joke, guys. <laughs> okay, just that's all you TMZ can't has. Force anybody to go to rehab, right? <laughs> no, you can't force them. No, to rehab. they they tried to make what's her name go to rehab. She said no, no, no. Meredith. No. Yeah, I'm Meredith. talking about the singer. Yeah, I'm talking about Meredith. I'm what's talking it? about that singer. I'm talking about the office. Who? Oh, Amy Houston. No. <laughs> Isn't it Amy Winehouse? Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Try to make me go to rehab. Oh, yeah. I said no, no. no. And then she no. overdosed. <laughs> <laughs> she probably should have won. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that really how she died? Yes. Oh, that's oh. so sad. She should have won. This is not. And we laughed about it. No, we didn't laugh. No. We laughed about the way you said no. it. It wasn't about her. We laughed about that. She's dead. Look. Oh, my God. Look, guys. As... A brother of someone who had a substance abuse problem. It's not a joke, but that was funny. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> not a joke. It's very serious. Oh yeah. Um, it's that was so bad. I this like I'm cringing to edit this. Like <laughs> I don't want this to be played. Um, we obviously are not trying to offend anybody, but nobody's answer. listening. Yeah, that was the best joke I can make. It wasn't a joke. That was oh, that's serious. Right. Not a joke. Um, the delivery. <laughs> you know what? Do people really care about what celebrities are doing? I don't know. I mean, they have to. TMZ has a whole business behind it. Like, why do people want to see pictures of celebrities on the street? Like, I don't think people want it, but if they push it so much, that's all people get consumed with. So you think that they're kind of force feeding everybody the idea of celebrity or are they are they banking off the fact that people actually adore celebrities mm, i don't know it's all a money grab there are some people that love that stuff why i don't know like could could you we should have a segment no that's copying somebody else's podcast never mind yeah don't even say it i'm not going to say it let me ask you a question <laughs> okay if you can meet, what, okay, not if you can meet, but what is one celebrity that you would say, you know what, I would actually be very excited to meet that person? Oh. Now, 
Are we basing our answer off of their attractiveness? No. Oh. You're a married man. Okay. Okay, right. this is the I'm person. Curious. I, I no. would love to meet this person. His name is Larry David. He's the writer and co-writer of Seinfeld and creator of Kirby Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. That show's dumb. It's hilarious. Kirby Enthusiasm is not dumb. It's dumb. It's not. I've only seen half an episode. Okay, so you cannot <laughs> even judge it. But the way I would, the only, the the experience I would love to have meeting him is just shaking his hand and saying, hey, I'm Isaiah. Nice to meet you. That's it. it. And that's, that's it. it. He's not the type of guy that's going to want to hang out with you or even cares about you. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> You're okay with the fact that he doesn't care about you? Yes. All right. And I've been in his presence. Really? I've literally been... You've been inside of 20. a gift that was given to him? <laughs> I've been like 30 feet away from him. I, I watched him on, on Conan. <laughs> I watched him on Conan. I was there, live audience. Oh, front don't, row. don't even bring up Conan. Don't even bring oh, up Conan. Yeah, right that's a, what? Well, you're going to have to talk about that story right so, now. So, what do you mean? What happened? No, I'll tell you. Well, you're going to share who you're right now. Yeah, exactly. So, for me, my... Jeremy's paying attention to his phone right now. We're just, I don't know if we're talking or... Millennials. Da-da-da. Sports update. Max Muncy hits a two-run double. All right, nice. Next one. Who is Max Muncy? <laughs> okay, so... Go ahead. My, the only person in the world that I would be like, I, I want to meet that person. Like, I really want to meet them one day. Um, I've had dreams about meeting them. Oh, um, I, I already know. But wait, what does this have to do with Kobe Bryant? Wait, what does that have to do with Conan? I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, okay. So my my the celebrity that I would like to meet would be Kobe Bryant, hands down, easy. Not even nobody, anybody else, actors, even musicians don't really care about, right? Like they're talented, obviously, and that's really good. But I don't really care to meet them. Kobe, um, I need I need to meet him one day. I will meet him. I'm going to. But so somebody invited me to go go to Conan, and Kobe Bryant was. The guest on Conan. Dang. Wow. But check this out. I'm all excited to be a part of this event, right? Me, him, his girlfriend, and I think... Just name him, man. No, I'm not going to name, name him. Name drop. No, I'm not name drop. drop. No, I'm not going to name not going to name Okay. He knows... You know who you are. If you want me to name you, let me know and we'll do it on the next podcast. You know who you are. <laughs> so, he invites me, right, to, to uh, Conan, and we're getting ready to go. And then he tells me, hey, man... You're not gonna come anymore. I gave your ticket away oh. to my brother-in-law and his wife. They're gonna drive us up there. They're gonna buy us food because they obviously wanted to see Kobe too. Now, okay, so now you have to no, name him. No, I'm not gonna name him. Name him. No, but check this out. This is the frustrating part. So who's your brother-in-law? <clears throat> not my brother-in-law. Oh. So this is what happened. So the, the brother-in-law is a big fan of Kobe too. So a little bit in me, I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'd be happy for him to meet him too. Whatever, no big deal. The brother-in-law. All of a sudden cannot go. So his wife invites her friend who's a female. So now it's my friend, his girlfriend, his sister, and her friend, who none of them care about Kobe Bryant. And they all went, and he gave my ticket away to people who did not even care to see Kobe Bryant. So my one opportunity to at least be in the same room with Kobe was stripped away and given to people who couldn't, couldn't care less. About him. But you've seen him live in... I've seen him play basketball, season, yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. That's I actually true. seen him hit a game winner, which was amazing. That would have been more Me and Rob went to that game. It was a uh, 12 o'clock afternoon game, which are very rare. So shout out to Rob for going with me to that game. So you never said you're a celebrity. Um, I think it's because I don't really care to meet anybody. Nobody. You wouldn't want to meet anybody. No, I don't think that... Just a simple handshake? No. 
Really? Is there nobody, any celebrity nobody. that you admire? Nobody. I mean, okay, maybe Tom Hanks, but that's it. Tom Hanks, the the actor. Okay. Wait, oh. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my barber, Tom Hanks. Not <laughs> him. Not my barber. Oh, man. Um, I guess if I had to say, I don't really care to meet anybody, but if I had to say, I'd have to say Tom Hanks because he's the greatest actor of our generation. No, Denzel. No way. Absolutely. Denzel's First of all, a much better actor. Ben Stiller. No way. <laughs> what? Ben Stiller? Ben, I love Ben Stiller. No. His movies are funny. Yeah, but he's not a good actor. He's great. I agree that Denzel is a good actor, and I've been told <laughs> I I resemble him. You just couldn't shy away from that, could you? <laughs> I've been told that I resemble Denzel, mm-hmm. so we have that, me and him. But okay. the greatest actor of all time is Tom Hanks. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Leo, even better than Leo? Leo DiCaprio? Leo DiCaprio? DiCaprio? Yeah. Way better than Leo. Barely won his first yeah, but Oscar. You know that's all inward it wasn't people. An Oscar that's not a movie either. Yeah, that movie was terrible. That was a pity. Should have won it for Titanic. He should have. Titanic. Like Inception was great. Inception was also Inception a very good movie. It was really good. Um, what if we're in a dream right now? Yeah. What if? Yeah, let me see. <laughs> no, we're not. Nope. Not in dream. <laughs> we're alive. This is real life. Okay, so let's. Uh, so actually, the podcast really is about answering questions, right? Because mm-hmm. we are the guys with right. no answers. We have no answers. Now, what we mean by that, and that's why we said it, is because people claim that they have the answer to every question, which some do. Um, we don't want to be those people. We want to give you our answers. We're not mathematicians that have answers. Yeah, these are all opinions and ideas and thoughts. And, and some of the answers are correct, though. We can say that, right? We can say that they... Could be. I mean, we can't yeah. say. Yeah, can yes, say you can. Some, some answers. Some can. Yeah, we can. I'm just going to I'm gonna go ahead and okay. say it. Okay, we'll so let's that. go to the questions. Some of them can be correct. Most of them are opinion. <clears throat> okay, so I think we're, we're going to breeze through these pretty quickly. There's a few of them here. Um, let's go rapid fire. R- no, because okay. there's some questions that we need to, dis- we need to discuss. Okay. Let's rapidly discuss them. <laughs> Should your wife talk about your weenus size to her friends? Now, for those who don't know, the weenus is actually the layer of skin <laughs> right above your elbow. So I'm actually not comfortable talking about this, but let's just keep going because my <laughs> elbows are extremely personal. So it's actually the, um, the, the skin by your elbows. So, I mean, if my wife wants to talk about my elbows to people, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Do you? I mean, you do, Jeremy. But... I do. Yeah. No, don't talk about my weenus, please. <laughs> So that's a question from somebody. Well, there is a part in the movie where he says, "Ask me about my weenus." What movie is that? Um, no, that's <laughs> it's that's not the part. Preacher, it, preacher, is it? It's not. Oh my goodness! All right, okay, okay, let's move on. It's like one of those so, college dorm movies. <laughs> oh my goodness! Next question. Next question. Okay, okay. Um, was nine eleven an inside oh. job? Okay. Yeah, okay. I I like conspiracy. I'm a terrible conspiracy theorist because I believe any conspiracy theory. <laughs> if you could put it into a movie to where it looks professionally done, you're probably right in my book. Has there ever been a conspiracy where you believed it for so long and then found out that it wasn't real? No, but Oh yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or not, but I don't believe we landed on the moon. I've seen a really good documentary about it. Brought up some good points. You're a flat earther as well, huh? <laughs> flat earther. Guys are jokes. Flat earther. But I, 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 
I think the one question that, that you asked me that I think is, is relevant is, if we did, why haven't we gone back? Yeah, exactly. Isaiah? Yeah. <laughs> Technology is far more advanced than what it was when we quote-unquote went to the moon. I um, think that... Why haven't we gone back? it has been plenty of rockets, plenty of spaceships. It's because we already conquered it, so why we want to explore other they don't. Yeah, but technology is so much more advanced than what it was. Why would we not go back to see what we missed the first time? Because of hey. all the presidents. Okay, let me ask you this then, Isaiah. Build the budget. Build a wall. <laughs> well, doesn't, doesn't Trump want like a space army or something? Yeah, space force. Okay, Isaiah. I just signed up. <laughs> I heard there's going to be a show about Space Force that... Um, what's his, Michael Scott? What's his real name? Steve Carell. Steve Carell's going to be like doing. I'm really excited. If that happens, I don't know if it's going to happen. Isaiah, you said that we're not going back because we already conquered it. What else in the universe have we conquered since then? Um, we're trying our best to get to other planets. Trying to get to Mars, trying to find out if there's life on Mars and different types of planets there are. How come we haven't gone to Mars yet? Um, it's too far away. Okay, I'll accept that answer. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, so 9-11. Sure. Um, Personally, I don't think it was an inside job. Why not? Um, I don't know. I just don't think our, our government would do that. I mean... I think a lot of us think that our government is bad because of fake news, um, <laughs> but I just don't think they're as bad. Or like like movies, we believe like there's a ton of conspiracy theories. I just don't think they're true. The one thing that I th- I think this I think um, that evil powerful men and women will do anything for money. I think that they're, they're all about power and money, right? Yes. And so I'm not saying 9/11 was an inside job. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go that far. But there are things. There are there are points and conspiracies that say something like they 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 wanted 9/11 to happen to put us in a war so that um, what is it Rothschild's bank family or whatever could take could take over the banks that were in. Where did we go to war when, with that? Iraq, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. So Afghanistan. Those banks were not under the control of the Rothschild family, mm-hmm. and so they wanted the United States wanted to go to war so that they can control their banks. Because base that's what happened as, as soon as we went to war. Now again, this could be all wrong. Everything mm-hmm. I'm saying right now could be false. Um, it probably is. But, you know, that's what happens when you get all your news from Instagram. It's a possibility. I think it's a conspiracy it, theory. It's good to question everything. That's the whole point of conspiracy theories, to question everything that happens in this world. And I think I think it's possible that it could be inside job because I was watching. They, they have the good documentaries, man, mm-hmm. that they're convincing. Yep. They're talking about this, how the steel, steel count can't melt and how there's an explosion from the inside. So that's something to uh, something look, look at. Up. Something to yeah. think about. It's true. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was the inside job. Um, again, this is the guys with no answers, so the answer to your question is I don't know. Why don't you figure it out? Yeah. Stop stop trying to make us answer all your questions. You figure it out for yourself. We're not geniuses. Look, but we do have this position questions. in the media to where we can influence people, and so don't try and pass that on to us and make us try and influence for you. Yeah, Because we're not, not going to use that position and power we're that not, we We're have. not pawns. No. We're no not pawns. We... Mm-mm. We don't have a message with this podcast, and we're going to keep it that way. Dang it. But please, keep 
Keep on sending your questions. Thank you. Okay. All right, let's move on. Next question. Next question is, oh, this is a good one. This one we can answer pretty quickly. Hot Cheetos or Cheeto Puffs? Now, I don't know if they mean Hot Cheetos or Hot Cheeto Puffs or if they just mean Hot Cheetos or, hot, or, or regular Cheeto Puffs. I'm going to assume they meant Hot Cheeto Puffs. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be we have to compare, compare apples to apples here. Yeah, so <clears throat> my preference is Hot Cheetos. I think Hot Cheeto Puffs get stuck in your mouth and it's all gross and... They're big and they're the roof. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Cheeto Puff. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to have to go with Hot Cheetos, except I don't know how I feel about Hot Cheetos on sushi, which has been a recent immersion in the sushi culture. <laughs> I think I've never heard of it. People put Hot Cheetos on everything now. I know, but just sushi. I don't know how I Shout feel about that. Shout out to Alicia for, <laughs> <laughs> for doing the Hot Cheetos and the bagel. Hot Cheetos and bagels. You know, that is like a thing now. Like People do that. I remember the first time I saw that. I'm like, that's disgusting. Throwback shout out. Alicia, thank you. Isaiah? I, I, I like the hot Cheetos compared to the puffs only because hot Cheetos have more of a crunch to it. Yes. And I love crunch. <laughs> uh, little fact here Isaiah can make anything sound crunchy. <laughs> Isaiah, really? Isaiah can eat ice cream and it'll yes. be a crunch to the ice cream. Love, I'm not I kidding. Love crunch. <laughs> Let's see. Except Captain Crunch. Let's see. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? SMR, AMSR or something like that? Uh, uh, ASRM. ASMR. 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 What's that? ASMR is That's a feeling good. of well-being combined. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't read that right at all. A feeling of well-being combined with a tingling sensation in the scalp and down mm. the back of the net Ooh. as experienced by some people in response to a specific gentle stimulus, often a particular sound. This one here. If you can guess those sounds, if you can guess those sounds, if you're listening, you can guess those sounds, I will personally buy you a Starbucks drink or I'll give you a Starbucks gift card if you can guess what those two sounds were. But again, go ahead, Jeff, do the first one. Here's the first sound. And here's the second one. Go ahead, start calling. Our phone screeners, the call, the phone lines are lighting up right now. Get your call. Okay, I'm I'm serious. If you can guess that, I will give you a Starbucks card because you can do that now. You could send them via the internet, via the web. Um. I don't know. I guess I would ask this question to anybody that's listening. Do you are you enjoying this? <laughs> because if not, we're gonna keep doing them. Please rate and review. Yes. Um, okay. Back to the hot Cheetos and hot Cheeto puffs. Hot Cheeto puffs. I actually really like hot Cheeto fries. Now this is the thing: is they have the same issue as the puffs. They do, but the hot Cheeto fries are better. I, I would they're say they're skinnier. better. Than I'm not a fan of them though. They have a different type of flavor. I like them a lot. I think they're really good. My wife likes them, but. I like yeah. the regular hot Cheetos. And the lime. Well, she likes the lime, too. I'm not a big fan of lime. I thought the lime was right. a little too far. What about the little hot Cheeto balls? Whatever they're called. Not a fan at all. Those are terrible. What were they called? Um, Asteroids? Yeah, they're I don't know. Basically, they're kicks. The cereal kicks. Mm. Flavored with the hot Cheeto flavor. It's terrible. Now, I do like hot Funyuns. Eh, I like hot Funyuns. Now, Funyuns, by, like regular Funyuns, stink. They're disgusting. Uh, I would even say hot Funyuns stink, but... I'm a fan. Okay, um, I'm gonna save this next question for the next podcast because I think we can go into 
some pretty uh, good conversation. Why don't conversation. you go ahead and tease the question? Okay, I'll, I'll tease the question, but I want to ask a couple more questions. We still got. Oh, okay. Yeah, we still got a good I ten minutes. We're towards the end here. Sorry about that. Actually, you know what? Let's do this question now. Then. You guys want? This may be this may be a longer podcast than um, than the last one. <laughs> we could just go to a web exclusive if it goes too long. Yeah. Okay. The question. I mean, it's not really even a question. I don't even. It's just his life as a PK. Mm. So let's just what turn it a, into a question. What how, is a PK? How how was it growing up as a PK? Let's turn it. Into well, that. what about now? Okay, sure. We're, we're well, still PKs. I mean, we're not kids, but our parents. So if, for those who don't know, a PK is a pastor's kid, and all the guys with no answers on this podcast are pastor's kids. Ew. Yeah, yeah. So, Chapel, Colorado Springs. Um, Shout out to your parents' church. Yeah, Reclaim Church. I mean, Praise <laughs> Chapel. Um, Praise Chapel, Cerritos. Cerritos. Um, Fun so, fact about Cerritos: my parents' car insurance went up when we moved to Cerritos. Wow, that's not a ah, fact. We know Fun why, fact: that's for you guys. It's demographics. To <laughs> Study anthropology. Learn that culture in Cerritos. Um, okay, so life as a PK. How was? How is? Or how was life as a PK? Um, I don't know where to start with that. So this is, this is the big in-depth question. Well, I, I feel like we could talk about it. We can. Long. We can talk yeah. about it for a while. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how we want to take well, it. Should we skip this? Should we save this question for the no, next No, the way episode? we're structuring our episodes, I just figured out right now. Okay. Is at the end, we're going to do a, a hard question, but something that's more serious. Okay. So that's, this is a serious a, question, good. I think. That's good. I okay. just made it up on the spot. That's that's good, Isaiah. I think that's good. So then let's do this. I'll go first. You want to go first? Sure, I'll go first because we can talk about it for a while. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So currently, as a PK, I don't know. I don't live in the same state as my as my uh, my dad's church. I don't go to um, I don't go to that church. So I don't. I mean, right now it's whatever. Growing up as a PK, I think it kind of sucked. I mean, I get it. Like, I, I understood and I understand that they were doing something really, really good, you know, changing or, you know, helping be the vessel to change lives or whatever it is. But um, growing up, I think it sucked. I don't, we didn't, I can't remember us doing anything fun as a family outside of like a church function. Mm. So I don't think, I don't know. I, I feel like it took... It took something away from us. Um, mm, that's an interesting. Um, well, okay, so let's let's kind of put in some perspective here. Sure. Um, you were a pioneer church. Yep. Which is really starting from nothing, right? Yeah, it started. We he's we started the church in um, the basement of our house so in Colorado. You're a, you're a pioneer church. How many friends did you have? Oh, so and then secondly, you pioneered outside of the state where you grew up. Yeah, we started, well, our church was in Paramount, and then from there, we were sent to Colorado Springs, Colorado. So, now you're going from Paramount with all your friends. Yep. You're uprooting your family, or your your your, fa- your parents are uprooting your family, going to Colorado, where you know how many people? Uh, we knew, we had family, was basically. How many people did you connect with? Like, did you know? Not, not know of, but like, you know, friends. No, we had no friends. We it was a new school, new city. Even the family we had, we weren't close to because we didn't grow up with them. So, do you do you think that has a lot to do with 
how you felt as a pastor's kid? Yeah, sure. I mean, it, I'm sure it had a lot to do with it, but even so, there's there's a stage um, leading up to when they became pastors, which is you know their growth in their church. I can't even remember a time like doing something with the family that wasn't a church event. Hmm. That's an interesting take on it. I think uh, I think that's a, that's a good point. I I feel like um, you know you get lost in that, right? Yeah, for sure, big time. And even when we were in Colorado, and I don't know, I feel like there there was a period where my brother my brother went away. Like my brother backslid. I'm trying not to use church terms for people who don't know. Him, he left the church. He left, left the church. church. Yeah. Um, Didn't he end up going back to California? Yeah, he ran away. He went back to California. He ended up coming back, um, but ultimately, he it led him down a path that was super destructive. Um, he, you know, he overdosed on drugs. I know a couple times his his wife overdosed and passed away. And I'm not saying all of this is because of the church. I'm just saying that it had it, it had to have something to do with it. I'm not saying that. It was the cause. It was the cause, but there was an effect of some sort. I mean, and 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 we're not saying by any stretch of the imagination that starting a church or pioneering is one. It's easy because it's not easy. No, it's not, and it's yeah. not a bad thing. No, um, I think it affects people differently. So you obviously yeah. So I, what I'm saying is there there should have been precautions taken that or there could have been precautions taken. That weren't. I, I feel like there were things that were overlooked big time. Mm. And that I think in part that's mostly because of my parents' passion for doing, for, you know, doing ministry and doing church. You know, it, it caused them to overlook some things. So I think there has to be a sense of caution in everything that they do. In, in everything mm-hmm. that I a agree. pioneer pastor I think does. you're right. Yeah. Um, you want to go Isaiah? You want yeah. me to go? And so, from my experience as a pastor's kid, it's completely opposite of uh, Jeremy's, because uh, <laughs> my my church, my dad's church, was the sending church of of Jeremy's dad. So, this church is already established; it's been around for a long time already. And so, for me, I grew up in the church as the pastor, as one of the pastor's kids, and it was like it was not that bad. It was easy for me, and and I don't think there really was that much pressure for me as. As a, as a teenager for anything and I have to uh, cut my uh, answer answer short because my my baby's crying but it was easy that dad life the dad life you know listen to the, listen to our previous episode to hear how we really feel about our kids <laughs> um, I think um, as I say is handling Bella which is no big deal I think that Jeremy you have a very good perspective on it I think you have a it was very different from obviously Isaiah's and very different from mine. And I think the biggest difference were, were, was that we were surrounded by, like for me, I grew up surrounded by friends. Yeah. And so I never felt, like I never really felt alone. I never really felt that, like obviously I felt different, um, but my dad did a really good job of, my dad did a really good job of being my dad and not trying to be my pastor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think <clears throat> growing up, he made sure that he was, yeah, he was my dad. He wasn't, you know, it's not like he was trying to disciple me, which looking back, I see that he did. Yeah. And he instilled a lot of things into my life that, that I practice today as a husband, as a father, and as a pastor. Um, 
so I see that he did, um, you know, put things in me that, that really helped me grow, but he wasn't trying to disciple me. He was just trying to be my dad. And I remember this one conversation. I think this changed everything. And this happened when I was very young. And so it was very helpful. But I had a moment where we all have as pastors, because I don't know if you ever dealt with this, I said, but we all kind of have these moments of we feel like my parents care more about the people than they do for me. Right. And so yeah. that, that feeling sucks. Right. When, when, when your parents, they, and they have to do this. I mean, shout out to all the pastor's kids that, that deal with this because it's not easy. But your parents do have to spend a lot of time helping people. And it's a noble cause, right? And it's yeah. very important. And it's, it's etern- it, it's, the, the changes are eternal. Um, so, so really, the, 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 it's worth it. It's, it's worth the risk and worth the, 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 the time. But you, know, you get that feeling of, man, they love the church or they, they love the people more than they care about me. And I remember this one time I had a conversation with my dad. I said, Dad, like, and I was young. I was probably 12, 13 years old. And I said, you know, I told him, I said, I feel like, you know, you care more about the church than you really care about us or for me. And, and again, this is obviously I'm 13. You know, when you're 13, you're a very selfish individual. <laughs> and so um, and he told me, he said, if you want, he's like, you tell me right now if you want me to stop being a pastor. Because I want, I want you to know that I care, about, I care about you and my family more than I care about the church. And, um, and when he put it that way, I was just like, well, of course not. You know, this is, and I think I kind of understood that this is what he's supposed to do. And so he kind of showed how obvious it was that the order of his life was God, his wife, his family, his ministry. Yeah. And, and I think as a pastor, and I think if you're a pastor's kid, you have to keep those things in mind that there has to be that order in life. Sometimes pastors will do church god their family or their family church and god and they have all this 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 really screwed up order of life and so i think that breeds um frustrated attitudes within the home right when there's a when there's a um what's the word order structure Uh, yeah when when the structure is not um the right way it should be god like for me in my personal life it is definitely god my wife my family, my ministry, always. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been very helpful. So um, I guess for me, life as a PK was fairly easy. Um, but you have to understand those things. So that was, I feel like that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You good? Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm good. You don't want to answer any more? Um, I guess I'll just add to, we'll finish what I was saying. Uh, as a pastor's kid... I, it was probably the. I felt like there were there were times where, as as a young kid, I was, I guess, arrogant or I, I acted like I could do whatever I want because my dad's a pastor. I remember being a little kid. And, you still uh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running away from the ushers and say, "I'm gonna tell my dad to fire you." Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, obviously, they weren't even getting paid, but that's the kind of attitude I had. But um, I did have the the. I had my best friendships. As being in church and and I don't really think that's having being a pastor kid had really to do with it but it was mostly growing up in church you you have your lifelong friendships we've all grown we've all in this room grew up in church and we're all still friends lifelong friends yes that's crazy and we even have this pair of pants that we each wear and we send it to each other yeah it's a brotherhood of the traveling pants they're pretty yes. small though because they're mine have you ever seen that? <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? 
Uh, yeah, I have seen it, but yeah. I don't remember it. I didn't, no, I've never but, seen it. But they do go to Greece, to the island I went to for my honeymoon. Santarini? Santarini Island. Santarini. I never heard of That's it. That's why my wife wanted to go. I never heard of it until... So you, 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 you <laughs> she wanted to go because, because of the traveling? No, no, she, she's seen it and she thought it was very beautiful. So I mm. wanted to go. And so I said, okay, I guess I'll try. And All I right. made her dreams happen. Well, thank you, Isaiah, right. for sharing that about your traveling pants. And... Uh, Again, this is the, the, the Guys with the No Answers podcast, and we don't have any answers for you, but we got a lot of ideas. And so um, if you like what you're hearing, send us some questions. Uh, like Isaiah said, we're, we're going to shoot the breeze for most of the podcast and then just uh, get down to some serious business towards the end. And uh, yeah, all right. Hit me up on Instagram, at Jer underscore man. Isaiah, what's your handle? Uh, at Isaiah 42 my Instagram is at Michael underscore P underscore H. Um, I'm sure that if you're listening, that means you already follow us. But uh, send us some questions. Go to our website too. All of this stuff in details will be on our website. Our website is the Man With No Answers podcast underscore uh, Instagram underscore Facebook dot com slash podcast. Yeah. Or everything you want is right there. Dot com. <laughs> slash podcast dot com. All right.